Welcome back to the Rev TQ podcast, The Red Pill. I am Justin Michael doing my best William Shatner impression. Today we have Jacob Wiggins on the show. He's the VP of sales at Rightbound. And this is an amazing company that is automating sales development. How are you today, Jacob? I'm doing great. Really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. So this show is all about RevOps, revenue operations. And what better topic than how do we automate sales development? Uh, before we get into that, we'd love to hear a little bit about how you got into sales and what led you to rightbound.com. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So um, I kind of fell into sales uh, after graduating college in 2010. Uh, I suppose, because I really had no other marketable skills. So I uh, found myself at a publishing company uh, called Career Communications Group uh, through a friend and just really fell in love with uh, meeting clients and helping them solve their problems. So I started in publishing sales. Then I moved to New York in 2013, started working for an IT staffing company uh, as an account executive. Uh, and then uh, I joined a company called SciSense and spent almost five years there. And that's a data analytics company and uh, really had a great experience. I was in the first 100 employees. Uh, we scaled the business to about 800 employees in the four and a half years I was there. Um, held uh, another position at a company called uh, Attendify, which was focused on uh, the event space and really pulling data from events. And then COVID hit and uh, unfortunately uh, really, really hurt our business. So uh, I was looking at a number of different options. And then uh, one of the board members who I had worked with at SciSense uh, introduced me to Ron, who is our CEO. Uh, and I just fell in love with the idea. I mean, this is something, I'll tell you all about the, the platform in a little bit, but uh, Rightbound really addressed a lot of the issues that I had faced throughout my sales career. So. Uh, we were very small at the time, probably seven or eight employees. This is about a year and a half ago when I joined. Um, but we've seen explosive growth and uh, really, really great clients and great products. So, um, yeah, that, that's how I ended up at Rightbound. Fantastic backstory. Um, so I was part of a company called Outbound Works 2017 time period, and we attempted to automate sales development and so I've been really attracted and interested in this technology because it's been hard to do up until this point. We're going to get into why that is, but what is the sales stack to support hyper growth? You can kind of eat your own dog food here. You were the first salesperson, I think, there. And how did you set up the tech stack and optimize it? Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to mention before we get into that is that we don't think that all of sales development can be automated. Um, I still think that there is no substitute at this point for having an outstanding BDR who can have great conversations with people, overcome objections, do those outbound calls. But it's all of the work that really goes into that, that we're addressing, um, especially when you're at a startup or any sort of smaller organization. Uh, the talent that you have uh, and the kind of bandwidth to handle all of these different tasks um, you really need to use your time wisely. So um, that is really what we do is help companies with all of the top of funnel prospecting, researching, gathering data, uh, and then initial engagement. And then at the point where uh, the contacts that are a good fit for their organization are really ready to talk, 
that's where our machine will hand it off to the SDR. So we can hop into more specifics there, but just wanted to, to quickly make that point. Yeah, I would love to hear more about how you built your own internal sales stack because we talk sure. a lot about RevOps and tech stack optimization uh, on the salesborgs.ai. And uh, I would love to know the role. I mean, there's so many tools you could select now. You could use sure. your own tool and other tools, but even if you talk about families of technology and ways that you uh, streamlined your go-to-market. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Um, so uh, as I mentioned, when I got to Rightbound, I was the first salesperson. Uh, we had a small team, but the product was uh, ready to go. And our initial sales stack was simply Rightbound, Outreach IO, and then obviously we have uh, LinkedIn. So when I first joined Rightbound, we hadn't even gotten uh, our CRM set up yet. Uh, we have since moved into uh, using Salesforce as our CRM, but that was really our stack was Rightbound that would do all of the prospecting, uh, data enrichment, engagement. And then at the point where these contacts uh, are ready to be outreached by a sales rep, which was myself and one BDR that we had, um, at that point, that's how the contacts were actually pushed into outreach. So um, we'll hop into a little bit more about the specifics of our technology, but we are really meant to feed directly into SalesLoft, Outreach.io, or any other sales engagement platform that our clients are using. We are not in that space. The sales lofts and the outreaches of the world are amazing companies. They've built an incredible product that all of our clients pretty much are using, but there's so much work that goes before uh, contacts are delivered to there. And that's really what we're addressing. So um, yeah, what we did with Rightbound was we fed in our exact ideal client profile directly into the machine. So the people that we're going after, we're going after predominantly SaaS companies, but we can go after um, other industries and verticals as well. And we're really looking for fast growing companies that are looking to scale their outbound. So we have clients everywhere from small startups that are just starting their outbound business development to some really large companies that have, you know, 20 and 30 uh, sales development uh, reps. And then the uh, engaged leads that we're going after would just feed directly into, uh, we were using outreach at the time. Um, so, so that's kind of how the, the stack was built. And with Rightbound, what you're able to do is you're actually able to define your exact ideal client profile. Uh, so you would go in and you would put any characteristics of the companies that you want to speak with, you know, obviously industries and company sizes and the personas of the individual people, but we can go a lot deeper. We can go into things like, company growth and if they're hiring and are they using certain technologies internally and do they mention certain keywords on their LinkedIn and many other things. And then our machine will go, we're connected to dozens of different data sources and basically autonomously prospect for the reps and then run them through a, a very advanced AI playbook that comes from our clients. And then once these contacts would engage, uh, they would be pushed over to outreach. So in our case, we were always going after, and still are, of course, going after uh, revenue leaders, CROs, VPs of sales, um, at times marketing, uh, revenue ops, marketing ops, and head of sales development is really kind of our core uh, ideal client profile. This is fantastic. There's this um, classic expression, drinking your own champagne. And you're doing this for sales dev because you're working with clients to automate aspects of the top funnel and sales development. When we want to talk about the ROI and how you calculate that, 
but um, you're using it to grow your own pipeline. So tell me about the different aspects of sales development that Rightbound automates. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I would say that the first is going to be the prospecting. So I think, as I mentioned at the beginning, really what you're able to do with Rightbound, because we're connected to all of these uh, amazing uh, data sources, some third party, uh, some proprietary, is that um, you're able to go in and define that ideal client profile. And then our machine will take care of all of the research. So even things like reading LinkedIn pages and um, obviously pulling a lot of data, mobile and direct phone numbers, um, LinkedIn pages, et cetera. And we're basically able to develop these uh, full, very in-depth contacts with all of the contact data. So the prospecting is really the first thing that we are definitely able to optimize for our clients. And we even have a few clients that are just using our prospecting engine. They go in, they create their ICP, and then we deliver an amazing audience that's based on you know very advanced research uh, from some very smart people that built our uh, platform. Um, and then the second aspect that we optimize is going to be that outbound uh, playbook. So as I mentioned, uh, we have uh, playbooks that can be uh, very heavily customized based on the individual prospect. So um, we can start to do things. Email is a common channel that we use, of course, but these are individual emails that are sent out looking and feeling like they're coming from that rep, but it's actually our machine. Uh, gifting has been extremely powerful for our clients. Um, we're not getting into like being a gifting platform like a Sendoso or Alice or the many others out there. Um, we're using it in ways with, you know, Amazon gift cards and DoorDash gift cards and things of that nature. We can do automated um, outreach on uh, social as well. So there's all of these different channels that are feeling like they are coming from the actual sales rep, but that is the autonomous outreach that our machine is doing. So those are really kind of the two main areas that we're affecting is the research and then optimizing the outreach at the prospect level to try to drive as much engagement as we possibly can. Here's a tough question you might not be expecting, but how has it changed in the last five years? I sometimes feel like when I look at RevOps and tech stacks that you know the five years has almost been 10 years or 20 years, it's moving so quickly. Um, yeah, and then where is it going? you know, in the next two years, next five years, we're kind of looking in this question at the evolution that allowed Rightbound to occur and where the tech is going. Can you share roadmap elements or, you know, people where, where people can expect this technology to evolve into? Yeah, no, that's, that is a, a very difficult question. Um, I've seen it change a ton. Once again, I've been in sales my, the last, you know, 13 uh, years uh, or so. And what I've seen is a really big focus on moving away from manual tasks, whatever can be automated from like a researching perspective or an outreach perspective. And that's why I think companies like Outreach and SalesLoft have seen such tremendous growth over the last five, six years is because uh, they're able to automate a lot of outreach and you're able to build excellent campaigns and it's a really nice way as a BDR to manage your um, business. But what we've found is that reps, you know, even in my experience, still spend a ton of time on the manual aspect of the work. 
What I think is the future is exactly tools like Rightbound, which is anything that can be automated using machines and done at scale that doesn't sacrifice the experience of the individual prospect uh, is going to be where this is going. Um, so once again, I think for organizations, a lot of the sales leaders that I've talked to and leaders in general are always complaining now about, you know, talent. It's really hard to find talent. What's great about tools like Rightbound is we can allow your talent to do their job, which is actually having conversations with prospects and moving them forward in the sales funnel, not spending a couple of hours a day on LinkedIn looking for prospects, which is the way that it used to be. Um, and then, you know, future from there, you know, five, 10 years, I mean, who could even imagine? But, you know, I would expect AI from a voice perspective to probably become um, more commonplace as that gets stronger. But once again, I mean, from my experience and from what I've seen, uh, there's nothing that can really at this point replicate the work that an excellent SDR does. So with, at Rightbound, what we are here to do and our mission is going to be to allow leaders to get the absolute most that they can out of the talented reps that they have. Um, and that's really what we've uh, seen from our client base. That's fantastic. Uh, the future, it's just zooming ahead. Um, the ability to take a technology and turbocharge an existing stack. I think the average enterprise has 91 solutions in the MarTech stack and sales tech. We've seen the landscape increase to a thousand vendors. There's 500, I think, just in the SDR stack. Um, the right. question is, let's say they plug in rightbound. There's two questions, not just the ROI, because we all have those ROI stories. What are some use case stories and why is the ROI generated? Can you just talk through the value of plugging this in? You're talking about a sophisticated customer that has some kind of tech stack in place, and this is a multiplier effect, um, but just return on investment, but the kind of the, the why, if you can walk through and just to help people understand how to apply this, because there's thousands of solutions. What makes this different? Absolutely. Um, I think one thing that makes this different is that there are so many different applications depending on the type of organization. Um, so if you're talking about uh, a smaller organization that's looking to stand up their outbound sales strategy, uh, as I mentioned, what we did at Rightbound was literally we took Rightbound, we plugged it into outreach, and that was our stack. And that literally took us, um, you know, from uh, a company that was getting, you know, not a lot of inbound, not a ton of leads because we were brand new on the market to being able to generate interests and achieve our goals consistently, uh, which is outstanding. But as I mentioned, we do have a number of clients that are larger organizations that probably have a ton of different solutions. I think what makes this different is it really is built to work with solutions that our clients already have and that we don't think are really going anywhere. So being able to take this, for instance, we have uh, one client who is an uh, enterprise SaaS company, um, one of the most valuable um, non-public companies uh, in the United States. And their use case is that they're standing up a mid-market sales team to go after, they're kind of going down market a little bit. And instead of going and hiring a ton of BDRs and then purchasing uh, data tools and then giving the sales ops team yet another massive project to do by sourcing all of the contacts and stuff. They literally just decided to go with Rightbound. And what they're doing is they're plugging in 
all of the characteristics of the companies that they want to break into and also adding some of their own companies. And then Rightbound is doing all of the different prospecting for them. So it's not something that, uh, it, it, I guess you could say that we have so many different use cases depending on the individual organization. Uh, but I think the beauty of it is once again, it's built to work with the tools that our clients already have. We're integrated with Salesforce and we're integrated with Outreach and Salesloft. And uh, once again, these are the tools that um, we think are going to continue to be around and, and grow. So. Um, but once again, there's so much work that goes into a sales strategy before a contact that's engaged ends up in outreach. And that's why, um, I think we've had, uh, the success that we have had so far. That is a, a great point. Now, a lot of times the chief financial officer is going, okay, we have 14 things to send an email. Let's cut that in half. How do you uh, position the conversation to expand the tech stack to make it more efficient. Uh, this seems like a bit of uh, ninjutsu to do it, but can you walk us through, because a lot of uh, the listeners are in organizations where they can't fund the tech stack or there's tech stack cuts and here's yet another tool, hinging on tools, but there's gotta be some artful way you've learned um, kind of seeding this in different companies, but it will inform the overall tech stack adoption. How do you handle that? It's a, it's a really great question. And honestly, that's something that um, we uh, are discussing every day with our clients. And I think it really starts with really good discovery of um, where they want to be as an organization and their, their goals. So a lot of the companies, for instance, that we are um, dealing with will come to us and they'll say, you know, we just raised our Series B or we just raised our Series C and we're going from four BDRs to 18 BDRs, and we know we're going to need to hire all of these people to hit our goals, um, you know, the conversation could easily turn into, well, what are their targets and why do you need to hire so many people if you're able to get more ROI from each rep um, that you bring on? Maybe instead of hiring, you know, 12 reps, maybe you can hire eight and still get to those targets with a tool like Rightbound and really maximize the ROI uh, for uh, your team at, you know, uh, at a cost that is significantly less than one BDR, let alone several BDRs. So that's one thing. Secondly, um, I am never uh, a fan of telling people, hey, you should get rid of all of your other data sources. Because look, companies, especially mature companies, you're gonna need a place to go and do your ad hoc research and look up uh, a contact. And there's companies out there, obviously Zoom Info being the leader in that space that just do an excellent job at that. But there, if they have many, many other data sources um, that they are using strictly to build lists and then distribute those uh, to their reps or put them into Salesforce, a lot of times what we can do um, from a competitive standpoint is over time start to replace some of those tools because you no longer need to do that manual work there. So those are the types of conversations that uh, we're typically having with our clients. But once again, I mean, we're not a fan of coming in necessarily and just saying like, hey, you should get rid of all your data sources and replace them with Rightbound. But if you have several sources and once again, all you're doing is building lists and then going after people completely cold, uh, our clients have seen uh, that there is a better way uh, with Rightbound to do that. That's fantastic. So talk about like, I, I wrote a book, um, Tech Powered Sales, and uh, we're definitely going to have Rightbound included. This technology is so cutting edge. 
Um, I might have mentioned it, but we're going to do new additions and make sure to talk about it. What is the core stack? Like moving off maybe what RiteBound enables. Um, tell me about like, what do you think of RevOps and what stack is necessary? What do you absolutely need to have? And then I guess the second question is what would be, so the essential stack and what are the add-on areas? And you can mention vendors or you can mention categories, but people here are looking to trick out their tech stacks. And I feel like you know a lot about it because you sit on top of it. Yeah, um, I would say, I mean, look, from a CRM standpoint, uh, obviously Salesforce is the leader, but um, obviously a CRM uh, is going to be important for um, any company as, you know, kind of the what we call the single source of truth for ownership of accounts and to really see what's going on. And all of the tech stack that you have should integrate with Salesforce as far as I'm concerned, because all of these solutions absolutely need to be talking to each other. Um, from there, traditionally, you would go with, you know, a couple of uh, data sources, if you would. Um, I think that outreach and sales loft, um, one or the other, are uh, from what I've seen, probably the best tools in terms of what we call internally as sales engagement platforms. I don't know what category uh, that would be. Um, obviously, LinkedIn Sales Navigator, because I also think that um, you're able to get much more of a personal touch, uh, learn more about your prospects from there. And obviously, networking and connecting with people uh, is invaluable. Um, so I would really say that, that those are the tools. Um, I'm not as familiar with certain intent tools. I've used some that are okay, and I've used some that have been really disappointing. Um, obviously, I'm not going to get into the specific vendors with that, um, but I know that there's some great companies out there like Sixth Sense that are doing some really cool stuff. I actually was at the Saster conference earlier this week, so I got a demo, um, and it looked really, really cool. But I think that intent data, when used correctly, uh, is also uh, another area uh, that is super important. But I mean, my dream stack, obviously, I'm very biased because I work at Rightbound, but the, what's allowed us to scale the company is, you know, CRM, uh, Rightbound, an additional data source for ad hoc research, uh, outreach, LinkedIn sales navigator, and then uh, Gong, of course, shout out to Gong. Um, my former CEO at SciSense started Gong, uh, great guy. Didn't um, know that. But, uh, but yeah, great, uh, great company. And I, I actually haven't used Chorus, but I assume the functionality there is, is a little similar. So that's kind of my dream tech stack. That's really, really interesting. Um, what can salespeople do to be ready for the coming AI revolution, uh, to get the skills they need and to learn about, you know, sales ops, rev ops, these tech stacks to automate. And you've taken that journey, right? You described your background and here you are in the epicenter of all of this. Um, what do they do, who do they follow and how do they stay modern? Well, um, not to suck up to you, but I think guys like you have a lot of uh, insight and I really like uh, your materials because they're very open and honest conversations with people um, about, you know, kind of the future that's coming. And I think a lot of the stuff that is starting to happen are things that you predicted, not only in your book, but, you know, since I've known you in some of our conversations, I think we all see that the number one asset to any company, regardless of the uh, size, regardless of the product, is your talent. And 
how do you get the most out of your talent is always going to be to me kind of the biggest thing that will separate companies. Um, so, I mean, what I would just say for people to um, kind of get ready for this is I would say which areas I would try to look at my business objectively. And I would say, which areas can I automate and which areas can I automate? If I have a super talented BDR or a super talented AE that's making, you know, 200, 250 or plus on target earnings, and they're spending, you know, even an hour a day in doing like manual prospecting um, or a few hours a day in manual prospecting. If you start to think of what that means over the course of a year or two, I mean, you're talking about thousands of hours of time that could potentially be replaced by uh, machines. So I think with the research and the data aspect, a lot of that now we've seen with tools like Rightbound are able to be automated. Um, once again, going back to, you know, what can't be automated is whatever's happening once you're live on that phone with a prospect. Uh, that is what I would absolutely focus on um, as a sales rep is continuing to improve my cold calling skills, which I think can be valuable for, you know, any customer facing person. It's just such a rare skill. Um, and I also think that, of course, this is going to be a little bit generic, but like how you're really doing discovery with your clients and really understanding, you know, how you can transform their business uh, in a way that's meaningful to their bottom line. But once again, when it comes to uh, research and things that people are doing manually. If you're, you know, going through and manually sending a lot of different emails, this stuff is definitely going to be um, automated uh, if it hasn't been already. Here's a good question. You're doing some of the personalization to do the outreach. You're doing A-B tests of the emails. Is there an engine that's changing those scripts? Are that, is there human intervention there? What's working when it comes to personalization at scale? You, you know, tactically here, the lengths of emails, what to personalize on. Can you speak a little bit to that? Is that a special sauce under the hood or can, are there best practices that you can share uh, with clients, partners, and prospects? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, personalization at scale is something that we do well. Um, we are able to, uh, first of all, change the messaging or the content of the outreach based on a number of different factors. It can be based on the persona or when they joined the company or their seniority or the specific industry that the prospect works in um, or even compelling events. So if someone uh, is hiring for a certain position and you want to have messaging uh, based on that, if someone is using internally a certain tech stack that the solution that you sell plays well with, and that's a good indicator that they're a good prospect, we can change the messaging based on that. So there's a lot of different things that we can uh, change the messaging on, um, which is great for personal, we call it personalization at scale. However, what we usually uh, do with our clients is um, we really tend to work with clients who have a decent sized total addressable market. Like if you're going after just the Fortune 100 or just you know the Fortune 500, and you're only selling to their IT departments, then I probably wouldn't recommend doing too much person, uh, too much automation around those kind of uh, companies because you basically have one shot to get in there, and once again, you're dealing with a very small total addressable market. But a lot of the companies that we're working with, I mean. There's thousands, if not tens of thousands of potential prospects that they can sell to. 
And the question really becomes uh, from that perspective is there, how are you going to be able to engage with all of your market or a lot more of your market? Because if you're doing it manually, there's just like, you know, you're, you're going to not even be able to make a dent in that total uh, addressable market. So, um, I mean, those are kind of the things that we uh, deal with. Now, the other thing in terms of special sauce with our uh, solution is that what we're able to do is adjust the cadence um, based on uh, what is happening at the individual prospect level. So for example, if we are uh, sending messaging uh, to a specific prospect and we start to see that that individual doesn't seem to be interacting with emails, our machine can do things like replace that prospect with another prospect from that company, or even on the fly, go ahead and change the playbook. So we can see, do things like, oh, well, that is... Um, this person's not going to be really responding to emails, but it looks like they will respond to a survey. So the next step might be a survey or might be a gifting step, or we'll be able to see things like this person tends to read their email or tends to reply to emails at a certain time. So we're going to go ahead and send that next touch point at that specific time. So at the individual prospect level, we're optimizing based on um, a number of different factors with the goal to get, once again, more engaged leads over to the, the outbound sales team or the BDR team. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Um, personalization at scale has never been quite easy to nail. And so there's a lot of different controversies around how to pull that off and what to standardize, standardize on. Um, what do you enjoy most about cracking the top funnel? Um, what I enjoy most is having the prospects that we already know are a good fit because the machine is sourcing the right companies, um, having them go to my BDR team, basically ready for a conversation. And it doesn't mean that every person's going to be expecting the call or every person's going to be, you know, thrilled that you were able to um, reach them on the phone. Um, but it's so rewarding to see, I mean, we have one particular BDR here internally at Rightbound who's just amazing on the phone. Um, and that's really his specialty. And it's just so great knowing that every single day that he comes into the office, he's almost guaranteed to have, you know, seven, eight conversations, 10 conversations per day. And because he's so good at converting people, I mean, there's days where he'll send me a message and he'll be like, um, you know, hey, Jacob, uh, you know, I got a uh, day's wrapping up. I'm going to head to the gym, uh, had a solid day of five meetings, which like from an outbound perspective is, you know, that's amazing to me. Um, it doesn't mean that they're all going to show up. It doesn't mean that they're all going to be excellent fits, but just seeing how our own internal team has just really boosted results using the platform is my favorite thing um, about the platform and like kind of the most encouraging thing when you talk about filling that top of funnel, constantly having engaged prospects that um, you know are a good fit. That's great. You're using it internally. Can you just walk us through um, to finish off here a couple use cases? If you can say the name of the client, but what kind of the results that someone may see, I'm sure it's going to vary a lot, but can you give a couple yeah. of customer stories? Yeah. Um, without naming names, I, I can certainly give a couple customer stories. Um, there is uh, a client that came to us uh, a little over a year ago, 
Um, this is a company uh, that sells into the IT space, a uh, well-funded, well-established company, uh, I think probably between 200 and 300 employees. And they were doing outbound manually and they were responsible basically for starting the mid-market sales um, at the organization. Before engaging with Rightbound, they had a BDR who's pretty good, but they were booking some months, literally zero meetings and some months, one or two meetings um, because it was a very, very manual process and they were having to do a lot of that grunt work and not able to do enough activity. And every single month within the first few months of implementing Rightbound, they had between five and 10 meetings. And within the first three months, they closed a deal that was well over $100,000 as their first mid-market client that came directly from Rightbound. Um, so we are an excellent fit for a company that's like, hey, we need to stand up either a new sales team, we need to stand up a new vertical or industry, we need to go downstream or upstream, um, or we just need, we're, we're not having a lot of success with outbound right now. Um, we need to look at other ways to, you know, find some good prospects. Um, and that can be a great fit for us, basically kind of like starting out the, the BDR or sales function for either the business as a whole or some subset of their business. So that's a, a great fit. Um, another uh, example from one of our clients who is, um, I think they're at the Series C now, uh, over 300 employees. They basically came to us uh, probably a year and a half ago and they had five BDRs and they were a series A company and they implemented Rightbound just because we found an awesome champion there who is their BDR director and he just got the value proposition because he was like right now I'm currently responsible for trying to build lists for my team um, we have a trouble getting contact data with COVID especially we don't have good access to mobile and direct numbers like is this something you all can help out with since implementing Rightbound with those four or five reps a year and a half ago, their BDR team has grown to 20 and once again led to a few million dollars in one revenue just from this, um, just from this platform. Um, so I would say that the best use cases for Rightbound, uh, if I had to kind of give a, a quick overview, would just be um, it has to be a team that has like a decent size total addressable market. So if you're just selling to a couple hundred companies and only a few personas, probably not the best fit because we're going to be able to really help with the scale. Um, we need reps that are doing some sort of outbound activity, preferably on the phone. So if it's a team that's just doing all inbound and they're not going to follow up with outbound leads or leads that are engaged but haven't done like a real hand raise, then that's probably not as good of a fit. But if you have a team that is decent on the phone or at least is picking up the phone and you have aggressive targets in terms of scaling your outbound that you have to hit, um, the use cases that we um, work with are extremely diverse. And the last thing I'll say that's really, really cool and that I really, uh, it's really excited me is how many different types of companies would we've been able to support. It's not like we're only having success with companies that are selling to HR, or we're only having success with companies that are selling to IT or engineering. I mean, we're having success with companies that are selling to uh, payroll and benefits and 
you know, uh, engineering teams and sales teams and marketing teams. Uh, so as long as you have a good idea of who you want to go after, uh, I think that we can be a really, really great fit for any sales leader who's really looking to scale that outbound uh, in a really painless way. So many insights. Just to end the podcast, do you have a personal quote um, or philosophy that governs you in selling or just in life? Um, you know what? I, I've, uh, I'm very lucky to work with such great people. Um, I don't have a motto um, or like a personal quote, but I guess just thinking on my feet right here, um, it would really be that you know, as a sales leader, you work for your account executives, not the other way around. And that's something that I really try to live by. Um, Love it. At the end of the day, uh, you know, what my job is, is to really help support my team to reach their goals and aspirations. And if you're able to do that and inspire the right people um, and retain your top talent um, and just see people grow, I mean, that's really the, the best part of my job. And that's what I try to do. I love it. Well, today we had Jacob Wiggins on from Rightbound. Go to rightbound.com. This is an automated sales development platform. This turbocharges your tech stacks. This is what we're talking about in tech-powered sales. And uh, the RevTQ Syndicate, salesborgs.ai. Go take the TQ test. And uh, thanks again for being on the show today, The Red Pill. No, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And if anyone hasn't bought uh, Justin's book, they absolutely should. <laughs> we've, we've bought several here internally um, and there's some really insightful stuff there. So I would just make sure to go to Amazon or wherever you buy your books and, uh, and definitely buy that. Thanks so much. Thanks, Justin. You're welcome.